Yo, 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 what's going on, Bro Talk Nation, Bro Talk family? It's your boy Eric here. Got my brother Jamarcus on the line. And man, we are ah, coming to a close on such a great series uh, that God has given us a word. And, you know, I just want to take time to uh, give a great shout out to everyone that has been listening, everyone that has been affected by. Uh, the word that God has given us, <laughs> changing things in a lot of people's lives. Um, that's just a true testimony to, uh, you know, being obedient and listening to what God wants us to do. And, um, you know, we just give all the glory and praise to God. You know, it's not about us, it's about what's in us to help you. So, um, just wanted to do that. So, in today and tonight, uh, podcast man we're, we're gonna dive into <laughs> the finale right the finale and that's heart surgery right so we're gonna come to you uh you know me and my brother was talking man and you know we just wanted to end the uh no, I just want to the great note of heart surgery so um so, uh, man we got some great nuggets so definitely stay tuned and um you know Hey man, sit back and let hey, this word that God has, man, is it's truly great. It's truly gonna I pray that affects and helps everybody. So hey, I'm gonna turn it over to my brother Jamarcus, man. Give us, we got a couple having some technical difficulties, man. It's trying to, uh, you know, stop us right now. So, hold on, let me see. So while we get uh, waiting on Jamarcus, uh, I'm going to just do a quick recap of <laughs> what we talked about on the last episode. And that was, um, you know, uh, a heart a heart reset. Right. So God has been having us on this journey to do a heart reset. Uh, he's got us in a place where. Uh, he wanted to change up some things in our heart and understand that along your journey, you, things got to change in you. Your mind has to be renewed. <clears throat> and once your mind is renewed and changed, then your heart has to change because everything that God is trying to get to you and through you, it starts at it's, 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 it's going to be at the center of your core. Right. So you got a lot of times where you have people that. <clears throat> um people that, you know, are going to be removed out of your life, things that are going to be taken out of your life, like jobs, materialistic things. Um, you're going to go through a journey where uh, it's going to be, it's going to seem like so you're losing, but you're not losing. God is trying to get your attention and your focus, right? So understand that, you know, even with 2020, right? 
2020 has is is been like to most people the worst year ever. But during this pandemic, <clears throat> so many things have transpired. Like this great podcast that you, you guys are hearing, this has been the thing that transpired during uh, during the pandemic. Right. And that's something that, you know, me and my brother, we thank God for because we were both we we're both on a journey seeking God and, and going to God. And, you know, how the podcast came about was from me having a need that I wanted to connect with brothers. I wanted to connect with men and have some men talk. But understanding that when we have men talk, having that same talk about God and also, um, you know, along the journey of learning and growing in God. And so, you know, came out of, uh, a pandemic and when it came out of that pandemic, man, I'm telling you, like, so much transpired and so much has changed. God led us to uh, changing our heart. And once you put your heart to the things that God has for you in your life, to the word that he's going to give you, to the uh, the relationships in your life, once he changes those things, then you're going to start to see the, the the purpose of what he has you in and why you are here and what you're here for. <clears throat> so I got my brother back on. God be the glory. We're going to get through this because the enemy is trying to stop us with technical difficulties and we're not going to allow that to happen. So I'm going to kick it over to my brother. Bro, talk nation. Can y'all hear me out there, man? Hey, we can hear you loud and clear, bro. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Bro Talk Nation, man? Hey, the enemy is working as he's always working, right? Um, but hey, God be the glory. You can't, can't stop uh God's voice getting amplified to everybody. Um, so he ain't gonna stop us now, right? Hey, I know my brother E. Um, I was listening to him talk about the art miniseries, man. It's been absolutely um beautiful. That's only one word I can uh describe it, and also awesome. We went over so many different things, man, uh, with this heart miniseries. And right now we have the finale. And I cannot wait to jump up in this thing, man. I I had to put E on a hold, man. And I'm telling you, the word that he was coming with uh, Friday at work, man, I had to put him on a hold because I needed to hear this tonight. And I needed to hear it with the rest of everybody online. Because I wanted God to come into presence right now and give us the word that he's about to give us. So tonight, guys, we're talking about the heart surgery. All right. We're talking about the heart surgery. We didn't uh, flip through, you know, who's the captain on the last episode stating on, you know, who was the captain of your heart. We didn't also talk about uh, heart reset. But tonight we are talking about heart surgery. And we're about to bring you guys a word. He, go ahead and kick this off, man. Because I, I I, know I usually go first, man, and get it going. But I am waiting to hear this word that you about to bring, man. Awesome, awesome, man. First, um, man, and get it going. Cool, cool. Well, hey, man. <laughs> Again, man, like my brother said, man, we God had us on this miniseries, man. And we didn't even know it was going to turn out that way. And um, just, just seeing things in my life, and I'll be 100% transparent up front. Uh, there have been some changes in my life uh, when it came to 
you know, it started out with me having the fast. And then when that fast happened, a lot of things start attacking. Right. <clears throat> so, you know, my uh, me and my son's mother, we've been going through a season of uh, just trying to co-parent. And that has been a stressing situation in itself. But that's just a season. It's not going to be a season God gets the glory out of that. And he's going to change both our hearts towards the whole entire situation. All right. So the next thing, I mean, the next thing that I was being attacked and tested with was relationship. I've had to actually step away from a relationship because when you're trying to put your hands on something and God is not, and it's not time yet, it's not going to work. Right. So I had to step away and understand that what God, the vision that God gave me, it's still going to come to fruition, regardless of when or where or how. I just have to get in place and get in line with what his plan and his will is so that now I can get under the covenant of God. I can get the understanding. I can get peace. I can get uh, you know wisdom and how to move and operate, right? So he had to change my heart towards the situation where I was feeling like he was doing everything wrong. But yeah. Now I'm understanding that, you know, <clears throat> Excuse me. He led me down the journey that I'm on. Now, uh, you know, my my now, uh, you know, they're on their own journey now, right? So then, you know, my brother had an accident, car accident. My cousin had a car accident. And I'm talking about total both cars. And you would have thought that they both died. But God brought my brother out of that car accident with only a, a couple scratches. And he actually had one of my cousins in a coma. I mean, not a coma, but she was uh, it, she was pretty much uh, looking like, you know, on a ventilator kind of thing. And but she came out of she just uh, she just did a video the other uh, yesterday. I want to say, and she was leaving the hospital. So to God be the glory for that. But you got to understand that when trials and tribulations come in your life, man, your heart is going to be the first thing that gets attacked. Right? We think it's the mind, but it's actually the heart. Yeah. Right. So when you get hit in your heart, when something attacks your heart, the things that are closest to you, think about your mind is your mind can do the things you can. You can <clears throat> no matter what's happening in your life, you've got bad things happening, you know, and it seems like chaos and calamity in your life. And you can turn on some self, uh, personal development stuff and train your mind to not see negativity. Right. But your heart is still going to believe that. Your heart's still going to feel like, man, I'm hearing what I'm saying. I'm reading these books about, you know, saying affirmations and believing in myself and saying positive things. But my heart still feels hurt. My heart still feels pain. My heart still is in lack. Right. So when me and my brother was talking on Friday, man, that led me up to um, I was watching one of Michael Todd's series and shots out the Transformation Church and Michael Todd. And it led me to like asking the question about the heart, right? <clears throat> and my brother, you know, a couple of days uh before we were talking about the, you know the whole mini series and how we're gonna do the finale. And he was like, Man, it's like heart surgery. And so it got me to thinking, right, on Friday. I was like, what happens before heart surgery? Like, let's think about the whole process of heart surgery right you know somebody that has had heart surgery that has had a pacemaker put in or anything like that there's a whole process 
that comes with the heart, right? So this is where we're going to start, man. This is where we're going to dive into. So I was looking it up, man, and I was uh, sitting there like, you know, it, God put it put on my heart like, hey, Eric, what happens before heart surgery? And I was like, well, that's a great question. You know, I've had a couple of knee surgeries, some scopes, and I've been through surgery, but I ain't never been through heart surgery. So I was like, let me, let me ask a question. So I got on social media and started, you know, asking for nursing friends and, you know, the enemy stopped them from giving me an answer. But I salute all my family and friends out there. Appreciate you anyway. Thank you for doing the jobs you do. But God said, hey, I need you to go look that up. So I went to looking it up, right? And before you do any kind of surgery, any kind of going to the doctor for any major procedures, you got some paperwork to fill out, right? So I'm like, okay. So when I'm filling the paperwork out, usually you're sitting in the doctor's office and or you're sitting at home. And you're sitting there going through the questions, right? And it's asking questions about your family history. It's asking questions about your health. It's asking questions about, you know, your name and all this personal information, right? So on these forms, you got to fill these out before you can even think about starting the process of heart surgery, right? So while you're filling out, you're in the waiting room, right? So God just, you know, God just got reintroduced into your life. And he just, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, he, you're, you're following God, you're reading scripture now. Okay, so cool. Now you're on the next level before he take, he's going to take you to the next level. Right? Now you're in the waiting room. Yeah. Right? So you sit in there and you just, you know, filling out the paperwork. What's your name? Do you know who you are? Right? All right. What's your family history like? What things in your family that you that those generational curses that you need to break, right? What's your what's your, what's your uh you know? And nowadays, asking about your mental health, you know, what is your mindset on? These are things that God is asking you when it comes to the matter of the heart surgery, right? So once you fill out that paperwork, sitting there, you're doing things, you're just looking at you figure out, man. All right, I got this issue. My mom had that issue. My dad had that issue. I've been feeling like this. Is this really my name? Is this my name? Did I spell my name? Like you're trying to get all these things at one time before God working on your heart. <laughs> hey, <laughs> man, it's so funny, man, because man, how we how we how we start these things and how we start going with these things are these mini series and these episodes and things like that you know it's things that we're either going through or things that we've seen and like like he said like we talked about heart surgery and we had a like an idea of yeah man we're gonna go this route and then right. brought this on him yeah like friday yeah and it, it literally like made me think like Dog, oh my goodness, before you go through heart surgery, you right, E. Yeah. You're right. So I even went back and started doing my research. And I was like, well, shoot, let me find out what happens before heart surgery. And like some of the things that, that you talked about and some of the things that I thought interesting were like um, you know, Healthline, the the website that I was like looking on, mm -hmm. the best thing about me 
I like about the heart surgery thing, and it's gonna tie into my my anchor scripture that I'm gonna go through. Right, right. It's, um, I'm gonna go with you first. I'm gonna go with yours first. Okay. <laughs> I like how they talked about beforehand the risk. Yeah. The yeah. risk of yeah. having open heart surgery, like. Yeah. They talked about the risk. Like, yeah. have you ever had a heart attack before? Like, has your heart right. ever been attacked? Right. Like, let me let, like break that down to y'all. Like, Man. before you have heart surgery, they ask you, have you ever had heart problems before? Now, I know everybody's listening to this and they're going in the literal terms of right now, they're thinking we about to like, you know, have a full heart surgery. But we're, we're we're speaking in the in the spiritual aspects of this, like God is about to do something with your heart. So the same risk that goes with that, you gotta ask yourself: Have you had heart problems before this heart surgery right. is about to happen? Right, you right. Know what the answer? The cool thing about this procedure? Yeah. You ain't got a word because everybody answer gonna be yes. Yeah. Because we all didn't had heart problems right. before this surgery. Right, right. Okay? And then it asks you about I like how E was talking about the risk. And did my mama and daddy go through this and all of these things? I'm gonna turn that a little bit and tell you, do you know what the real question that's being answered right now? Ahead, Are these traditional things that mm -hmm. your family went through yeah. that you going through? Yes, There's sir. a song by Tasha Cobbs, my one of my favorite songs, Break Every Chain. Everyone. <laughs> so before this heart surgery is about to happen, we yeah. need to find out how, how far these chains go back. Man. Like, this is just a chain that's going back, you know what I'm saying, from you to Man. whatever. Well, we going way, way back to your great, great, great grandfather. Right. Your right. player, too. Was he one of the ones I was out chasing, you know, females, and then it led down to your uncle, then to your another uncle. So this is just all the males in your family that's going through this. Right. So th this paperwork that you filling out for God is valuable paperwork. Like he, you know what I'm saying? Like this yeah. hey, <laughs> I'm about to hit some heads up in here because most times, especially with the fellas, you know, we don't even fill out our paperwork, especially the married men. Yeah, we count on our wives to know all our information so they can fill it out for us. But this is the one time where you by yourself. Yeah, and this is you and God. And guess what you gotta be right now? You yes, gotta sir. be honest, open, and transparent. Yes, because sir. if you leave something out, something ain't gonna get fixed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So paperwork, you gotta give the full, the full, full, like point of this man and e i love how you brought that up man, man. this pre-paperwork fill out is so important yeah. and stop looking at this as the as this term of pay like you know it's it's in your it's in your heart right now is what you're filling out yeah. what are my problems in my heart yeah and i need to make sure that i'm putting down everything yes that i'm going through yes sir and oh, that is beautiful e man like mm -hmm. keep it coming because Hey, he's not done yet. That's that's the great part. Like he not he not done yet, man. Yeah. And that's, and that's like it's crazy, bro, because I wasn't even I never I didn't have that until now. And then it just like the Holy Spirit was like when you're looking at that paperwork, man, you listen everything they want. Like from your family history, 
to everything, right? And so, like, you got to understand, like, man, when God is trying to, when he's about to perform this heart surgery on you, man, you got to give it. You got to lay everything out. You got to be truthful on that paperwork, right? Because that, what you're putting down or what you're taking to God is important because he knows what you need to fix. He knows what he needs to do surgery on. But do you know what you need to do surgery on? Right? Do you know what he needs to change in your life? Do you understand, like, if you don't cast those things that you deal with to God and give him, as you, and as you read in a lot of scriptures uh, in the last two episodes, you got to give all of your heart, then that's the only way he can fix those things about you that you don't even know how, you don't even know where this anger is coming from towards your spouse. You don't even know why you're angry towards your kids. You don't know why you can't say, I love you to your kids. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that was one of the matters of the heart that God is going to perform surgery on, right? So I, I'm going to pause right there, man. I'm going to ask you, Jamar, okay. you always been transparent on here, man. When it came to the matters of the heart, you dealing with uh, the sexual abuse and the things that you dealt with in your past, like, what was the game changer? Like, what made you give that all to God? Like, what made you you pour your heart out to Him? Man, hey, it, that's a that's a great question because you know what? For a long time, I wasn't even um, I wasn't even transparent with myself, and we talked about. I remember I brought this up like on a past uh, episode where I, the word honesty is a, is a great word. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hold a lot of weight because we're not even honest with the one person that matters the most, ourselves. Right. So I try to be as transparent as possible because transparent is what the world needs to see. So yeah. in this time right now, I wasn't even honest with myself when um, talking about like my sexual abuse that I went through. I used to give tids and bits and to here and there to people in certain times that I thought that needed to hear what they needed to hear because of, you know, what was going on, but I never gave the full story. Not even, I never even gave the full story to myself, mm-hmm. matter alone, anybody else. So I know I didn't give the full story to God, even though he knew what I went through. Right. I still didn't even give him my full story and my full hurt. I right. didn't tell him that I thought for a long time that I blamed him and asked him, where were you at when I was going through all this? Like, like I, I did none of that because I, I took it in and I just put on a mask. Yeah. And I was like, well, if I'm finding, if I'm still breathing, then I'll be fine. Right. But I'll tell you, when I had nothing else to give, when everything was taken away from me and I felt like I was alone and I had nothing else. Mm-hmm. I looked up and I said, God, I don't know what else you want. So I'm going to give you everything. I'm going to tell you everything that hurts me. Yeah. I'm going to tell you everything that bothers me. I'm going to tell you everything. So you can tell me, you know what? Not even though you could tell me because now that I look back, he's been telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. So now that I can hear you mm-hmm. tell me yeah. what I need to do. I could never hear it because it was always a distraction. Yes, sir. It, it, 
you know what? We talked about this. It mm -hmm. was a, it was, it was a part of my heart. That yeah. sexual abuse was a part of my heart. Yeah. Even though I was finding God and coming back, I still had that in my heart. So yeah. I could never clearly hear him tell me how to move on, how yeah. to not move on, not to forget, but how to just keep going. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never heard him tell you, I'm going to give you back that pain. I'm yeah. going to give you back the joy and the peace where yeah. that's not even going to be anything. That's just going to be a testimony yeah. for somebody that went through what you went through to know that they can make it. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. bro, like that, that was it. Like when I had nothing, when I had nothing, I, I, I gave it all. I gave it all, man. I literally <laughs> gave it all. And see, like, and that's what we all have to do, man, because we get into these. It's just like when we go to the doctor's office, right? We go in there for one thing. The doctor asks you an array of questions. You know, what have you been through or what, what's hurting you? Right. Are you feeling this? And we tend to only speak about the main thing that we're focused on or the main hurt or pain that we're focused on. But you didn't tell them about those headaches that you had all week because they weren't hurting you as bad as your ankle is hurting you or you didn't tell them about your stomach pain because you know what i'm saying like your head you, you had a bad migraine right you got to understand that when things attack the body of christ it attacks the head it attacks the heart it attacks the whole entire thing so all of that pain all of your heart in order for him to start working with you and doing heart surgery, man. So, man, bro, I appreciate you sharing that, man. Had you not shared that, somebody, um, one of our brothers that's dealing with this, or has dealt with this, wouldn't be able to say, you know what? I don't have to deal with this alone. God can't, God knew, but he can take what happened And it says in the Bible that all the things work for the good of those who love and serve the Lord. Like all the things, all that pain that you dealt with, all that uh, sexual abuse that you went through, all that hurt and pain in relationship or your father or your mother not being all that, all that stuff, God can take it, right? And he can work it for your good. And people can see a walking testimony and get saved and, and change their life. And, and no longer live in darkness, right? That can come into the light. So, man, that was powerful, bro. So we're going to keep it moving, man. So, right, so you didn't feel the paperwork out. You didn't bring everything to God, right? So now it's time to go for that last appointment before the day of So when you go in there, you can set your appointment. I think it's called the pre-op or whatever, right? And so... Um, you know, there's going to be some things that you got to do before the before the surgery, right? <clears throat> so you're going to have to take some tests, right? You got to go in there. You know, sometimes they want to get a good blood uh, blood draws on you or they want you to fast so that they can do blood work on you to make sure that all your levels are good and make sure everything is good to go, right? And they're going to give you some pre-surgery instructions. So you got to understand that when it comes to, you know, the tests, Understand that those tests are the things that are attacking your life right now. So just like I was telling y'all when I started my fast about a week or a week or so ago, you know, the enemy started attacking me or God started testing me. We're not going to give the enemy no credit on here. God started testing me in my heart 
he brought my son's mother to me and she came with some things that kind of tried to interrupt my spirit. Right. Then <clears throat> he came with relationship stuff. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that I had to step away from a relationship that I was putting my all into. Then he attacked me with my brother and my cousin. And then one thing after another, things that were at work, things that were going on in my personal life. You know, a lot of people didn't know that even I was dealing with dealing with anxiety. Right? So the, the the loudness of anxiety and depression started coming up. And I and so he started he started me in so many areas, right? This is before the heart surgery. This is the test before the heart surgery. So this is the blood draws before the heart surgery, right? So now, when I was on my fast, he gave me instructions, right? He gave me some things that I need to start doing before he moves in a mighty way in my life, right? So those are those pre-surgery instructions. You know, you go in there for surgery, they're going to tell you, all right, don't eat nothing before after 12 o'clock. Don't drink nothing after 12 o'clock. Don't do this and do that, right? And so, and and the doctor's going to, and, and while you're sitting there in the, in the, uh, in the pre-surgery, Right. The doctor is going to be telling you everything that he's going to do before he does it. <laughs> right. So if you if you get into your Bible and start reading the things that God is going to do in your life or the things that he's going to restore, redeem, like he has plans for you to prosper. He had he, he he has so much great things. He's already telling you what he's going to do before he starts working on you. Right. So you don't have to feel uncomfortable excuse me, uncomfortable or not understanding like, man, I don't even know. I don't even know what's going to happen. Right. I don't know. Like God is about to try to change my life, but I don't know what he's going to do. You don't need to know. You just need to walk in his path. Right. It says walk by faith, not by sight. Right. So we're not walking by what we see. Faith comes when your eyes are closed and you hear nothing but the word. You hear nothing but God speak to you in your life. And he's just telling you and he's giving you a vision of where he's taking you to. He's giving you a vision of what's about to change in your life. Right. As you have this vision, things are starting to be taken out of your life. So when you open your eyes again, those things won't be there no more. Right. So he's going to continue to work and he's going to continue to move. But he's giving you instruction and you have to get into your word or in the Bible and read the instruction. You have to seek what he. The instruction, it says in the Bible, seek first the kingdom of God and all things will be added unto you. The things that are going to be changed in your life, your heart and everything that can't be changed until you seek first God. So go seek him for the instruction. Right. So the next thing is he's going to give you instruction after he gives you the test. Who gives you more instruction Like, I've never heard of that. Right? So he's going to give you this instruction. After this test comes in your life, this is how you operate and do. Right? Here comes this thing, right? God says in the Bible, you need to go fast and pray. It's to meditate daily on the way. You go instructions after you don't got a test. Right? Go ahead, bro. Man, like, uh, hey, sorry for all the technical difficulties. If there's some out there, man, I know a lot of people are saying they hear like a little cracking in, in, uh, in the chat. Just bear with us, man. 
trying to make it work, trying to get the word out, man. Uh, you know how it works, man. Enemies just trying to stop God's voice from amplifying. But the more we keep, the more we keep worshiping and praising, yes, the more gonna go through. So hey, man, I, I like right now I'm stuck, man. I'm I'm literally stuck on this this whole thing preparing. Like we haven't even got to the surgery part yet, and we just talking about preparing. And it made me think about like the rest of the disciples or anybody else in the Bible who maybe had like to prepare mm -hmm. before they even like started a surgery. And yeah. I know me and E, we share this one, uh, like we share this dude, like he's my, he's one of my favorite in the Bible, like Job, right? The book yeah. of Job. If you haven't read it, fellas, man, man you got to dig into Job. Yes, because um, the crazy thing about Job is, and I'm just going to touch a little bit on it, but, you know, we got to get in the Bible, right? We got to we gotta know a little bit about it. Um, the crazy thing about Job is even before the surgery was about to happen, because it was about to be a surgery. Yes, sir. It was about to be a surgery. But let me tell you about the, the, the pre to the surgery. Mm -hmm. It's so funny because in this time, Job was the most righteous man that was walking the earth. Mm -hmm. There was nobody better in God's eyes than Job. Yes, sir. This is, of, this is out of God's mouth. It's in Job. And the person who he was talking to about this, it wasn't an angel. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't this boy, you know, down the street and on, on Heaven Street. It mm. wasn't nobody in heaven that he was talking. He was talking to Satan about Job. Like, this, this is the, me and he talked about this so long ago because it's, it, for one, it just lets you know how cold God is. Like, yeah. I'm going to have this conversation with you, devil. I'm going to tell you about my boy, Joe. He wanted the, the coldest, swaggiest persons walking right. the earth right now. Right, right. And the devil, they, they made, they, they kind of had a, a, a game of this. Yeah. And the devil was like, man, I, I can get Joe. I can get Joe. The only reason I can't get him is because you got your hands on him. Mm-hmm. God told him, you know what? Before you about to do what you about to do, mm -hmm. I'm going to let you do what you do. Just yeah, don't sir. cause him harm. Like, yeah. he did this a couple times. Yeah. He gave him rules a couple times. Like, he sent them. Devil came back because it didn't work. Then he said, all right, man, I'll take some more strings. I'll let you go again. Right? But the whole thing of this was God had a plan with Job. Mm -hmm. The surgery was about to happen. Yes, sir. There were some pre things that God was doing so that this surgery could happen, mm. and like that was just one of the like one of the stories in the Bible where there was some pre preparations that happened, but like before the surgery even happened. Yeah. We already know about the other one where my boy with his got his hip touched, and and he walked different after that. But like <laughs> these people in the Bible. After these surgeries, oh, man, you know what? God, thank you for what you just gave me. We go in here and these, um, e, I'm, about to, I'm about to give you one. Okay, we go in the up. hospital and we fill out the paperwork uh -huh. and we put a name on there. Mm. But when we come out these surgeries after God put his hands on you, mm. why does the name change? Mm. You know, a couple people in the Bible after they came out they surgery, yeah. the name changed. Oh yeah. You know what I'm we who we had Simon. Then he went to Peter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, you know, it's a couple name changes. Right. I'm, I'm let y'all do some homework and y'all tell me who these people are that after they surgery they got a name change. Yes, like sir. this paperwork 
is is vital. This preparation is vital before you about to go in this hospital to get the surgery. We talked about these risks and you know what type of attacks you had on your heart that God needs to know. But man, it's beautiful. Now I'm gonna go into my part, E. Let's One go. Of the parts that I got off the off the website that I thought that was important because when I read it, it turned right into my anchor scripture. Okay. You know, the thing about surgery with me is I'm not afraid of the hospital and the surgery. The first thing that I want to know when a surgery is about to happen is, mm -hmm. am I going to be asleep? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to feel no pain. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to feel nothing right. in my surgery. Right. I don't want that. It's so funny that before your heart surgery, you get the local, um, what is it called? Uh, like, right, you get the shot. Yeah. You get, you get put to sleep. Right. You know what I'm saying? You get put to sleep. Right. I never knew. It, well, I did notice, but one of the points they made was you get this and you fall asleep, but you don't even remember the surgery. Mm. You don't even remember it. I dare to challenge somebody out there right now who has had surgery. Can you remember the surgery? Or do you just remember falling asleep and then waking up? Mm. I'm going to go into my anchor, my anchor scripture. And it's, 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 I'll get you got everybody knows the story. It's the story when Jesus calmed, calmed the storm. It, it, everybody knows this one. Yeah. But the important part of this is what I want to bring out. Just what I was talking about when you, when you get put to sleep. Mm -hmm. before going underneath the knife yeah now before the storm even happened jesus and the disciples were worshiping they were ministering and jesus was like hey now we need to go to the other side of the sea so they get on this boat mm -hmm. and jesus goes to the stern of the ship for all y'all non-navy people that's the back of the ship back of the boat i had to put that out there but once he gets to the back jesus goes to sleep the waves is out there rocking. That's 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 night night time. So mm. Jesus goes to sleep, and the disciples are just up. You know they up, and a storm break out. I'm talking about if you read the the story in the Bible, they were saying water was going all over the boat. Like mm. the boat was literally it, how the disciples were talking in the Bible. The boat had already sank. Like like it was already under. Like. <laughs> Throughout all of this, uh -huh. Jesus is still sleep. Mm. He's sleep. Now, yeah. I've never wondered why he stayed sleep. Mm -hmm. And the disciples came back there. Jesus, Jesus, get up. We about to drown. We about to drown. <laughs> Jesus just looks at them, walks past them, mm -hmm. calms the storms down. And then he comes back to them and he says these words. Yay of little faith. Which in the Amplified version of the Bible, he says, it really means that where is your confidence in me? Mm. Now, why does that make such a big deal? Because when we're going to surgery, right, and we ask to get put to sleep, mm -hmm. you don't fight the sleep. 
<laughs> like you're not fighting the, the mask that goes over your face. Right. So you're putting confidence mm -hmm. in the doctor that's putting you to sleep. Yes, sir. So that you won't feel anything mm -hmm. during this. You won't remember anything. But because the disciples were woke and the storm happened, they got afraid. Mm. They wanted to put their hands in it, like he talked about earlier. But my my Jesus said, when he was asleep, he didn't have nothing to worry about. Mm. The storm was going to end anyway. Yes, sir. That's why he just stayed asleep. If the disciples wouldn't have never woke up Jesus, he wouldn't have never woke up. Like, mm. he, like I, I, I thought that was like so like crazy because we started talking about all this this oh, yeah. and pre-work that Jesus was going to remain asleep during mm. that that storm because yeah. when we're asleep like during the surgeries we don't know what's going on think mm. about if you were woke during your surgery what most of us going to be doing hey 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 what you cutting down there like hey like you're gonna be trying to put your hands in yeah. what the doc you you trying to tell the dude that got paid and went to school for what he's doing yeah. on how to fix you. Now yeah. the real question is why couldn't you do it? Mm. Ooh, that hurt a little bit. That that hurt a little bit because it hurt me when it came out. Like if you was gonna if you was gonna tell the person mm. who you paid for to get you fixed on how to fix you, why didn't you just do it yourself? Mm. I'm gonna tell you why. Because we cannot fix ourselves. We can't do it. We don't have the answers to do it. The yeah. same way with God, we don't have the answers to do it. So we don't, uh, you know what our, our gas is, our put to sleep is? When he says it in the Bible, just be still. Mm. Remain silent. Mm. That's 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 him trying to tell you when you get on this table, Jamarcus. When I'm about to make this heart surgery for you, I don't need a word from you. I don't need your philosophy on how to tell me how to fix you. I already know what you've been through. I already know where you're going. So why are you trying to tell me how to get you through this surgery right now? I just need you to be still. I'm going to fight all your battles for you as yes, long sir. as you just be quiet. But yeah. the more you talk, the more you try to put your hands in this, you're going to make this surgery either go longer or you're not going to get the proper heart surgery that you need. Mm. Ah, man. That's what I went through my entire life. Yeah, I'm sitting on this table and I'm sitting up here like, whoa, whoa, whoa God, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, I know you're trying to cut some things, but I'm not ready. I'm not ready for the world to know yeah. all of this. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for that. And you know what? You know what God says? Okay, Jamarcus, on 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 your time. <laughs> I I when you come back to the table, Jamarcus, I'm still gonna be here with with the knives, I'm still going to have my angels, the nurses, ready for you. When, when you ready, Jamarcus. Man, mm -hmm. E, man. <laughs> hey, I, I'm going to take you right there, man. That was great. I love where you got right now.
Understand that God not going to come in your life unless you let him. He's a polite guy. You know what I'm saying? He's going to say, hey, you know, hey, I just want to let you know I'm here for you. You all, I can change everything in your life that you need me to change. If you let me in, if you don't let me in, I'm still protecting you, but I'll be right Right? But just like Demarcus just said, like you're delaying the process. Mm. That's the most important part of it. The process of preparation, surgery, post-surgery. Like you're, you're delaying your healing. You can't heal. Because you ain't had surgery. You ain't had surgery because you trying to do too much. That's it right there. Like, I'm, I'm a transparent again. I, I, I was in a relationship trying to be a great man and trying to do all these things and trying to put my hand on these things. And God said, God just started giving me a word for the last It said, be still. I'll give you the scripture he gave me. God gave me, right? Let's go to it. Man, what you did, man. I'm glad you, he gave me Exodus 14, 14. It says, the Lord will fight for you while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. Right? That was the first scripture. So I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. I hear you, right? And then he said, be still. This is Psalms 46.10. It says, be still, know, recognize, and understand that I am God. I will exalt among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Right? I said, okay, cool, God. You saying be still? You God? You let me know who you are? You got this. He came back with another one. Psalms 37.7. It says, be still before the Lord. Wait patiently for him and entrust yourself. Him. Do not fret, do not whine, do not agonize because of him who prospers in his way because of a man who was telling me, hey man, I need you to we, we, I gotta do this surgery, right? I'm gonna change some things in your life. I need you to be still. I need you to don't put the mask on your face. I need you to go to sleep. Don't move. Right? Don't move because when I do this, you're going to be good. He kept on coming, man. God just kept on coming. He gave me this one. I give you this one. I'm going to turn it back over to you, bro. Ecclesiastes 4 6. It says, Better is a hand of quietness than quietness for a torture striving after me. So God said, if you put it in mind, your life, you won't have so much chaos and craziness in your life. But when you put your hands on it, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have turmoil in your life, right? So, like, when you in that surgery, man, when you going through those things, man, understand and know that, like, God can do it. God can do it. You can't do it. We can't do it. God can do it, right? So everything that we need to do, we can do it. Yeah. Hey, so 
like we've been we, we've been stuck on like the prep work right so now let's go let, let's go into the surgery let's yeah. let's talk about some things that's going to happen during the surgery because we still got the post-surgery to talk about but now we didn't we, we now we on the table and there's some things that's going to happen there's some things that's going to be going on that you're going to notice now, if you talk about heart surgery, they talk about how they're going to make a cut. A cut's mm. going to happen. <laughs> it is so it, it's so good mm. because how many of us got how many about how many of us have gotten cut? Like got cut during our heart surgery. I, I know I have. I've got cut during the surgery. And they yeah. talk about an 8 to 10 inch deep cut. Like this is a cut that's going to that's going to hit deep. Mm. through your through your skin and your muscle it's gonna go deep so they can open up the breastplate to get to your heart i don't know if y'all know how that felt but a cut like that is something that's gonna hit deep inside of you that's gonna need some work to get taken out and i've been in that moment before like i've been there to know like what it like what that cut feels like that's yeah. starting to work to get it done yeah now the crazy thing about this surgery is and i'm thinking about it now is this ain't the same surgery talking about that takes an hour <laughs> this ain't gonna be an hour type surgery this cut they making this cut may be going for months mm. on how god doing it yeah, this surgery might take years because mm. i know you know what my, my my cut started 2019 my heart surgery my pre-work was 2018. Mm. i finally got done with the preparations and got the phone call that i needed to get on the table in 2019 to even start the surgery and my surgery lasted the, two, the entire 2019 because how deep they had to cut to get to my heart. Oh, they had to do some cut. So, like, you need to understand, like, this surgery that's happening. It's not good. It's going to be a deep cut. You're going to feel, you're going to feel some things. You're, you're not going to feel it because you sleep, but you're going to know that there's a deep cut that's happening in the surgery to get there. Mm -hmm. Because the heart is is vital it's vital so you need to know that god is gonna have to reach deep down in you to make this heart surgery happen yeah so i want to i want to let you know that if you only think that the the top things are gonna mm -hmm. get that need to get fixed no 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 mm -hmm. going deep down yeah. deep down in your heart and soul to do a surgery on you he's yeah, gonna bring up the things that you thought you were over with that you need to come back to the surface to really really give to god like that's yeah, what I, that's what i'm trying to get that this surgery that's happening this cut that he about to make is about to be a deep precise cut let me put that word on there a Ooh. precise cut the same ones that the doctors make to do their heart surgery God is making a precise cut. He ain't just cutting for no reason. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On this heart surgery, it's a precise cut. So, like, those are some of the things that's going on in this surgery. 
while you sitting up on that table, like the nurses that are around these angels that are standing around you praying while the surgery is going on. They 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 giving God the things he needs to get you through this surgery. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the stuff that's happening throughout this entire procedure. Yeah. And I, I, I want to thank God right now for the cut that I got. Like I told y'all, yeah. how everybody's saying 2020 is the worst year ever. 2020 has yeah. been the best year of my entire life. Yes, sir. I, I want to make that perfectly clear. Oh, yes, yeah, the, pan the pandemic is going on all around me. My eyes are not closed on that. I know the racial, you know, the racial tension is, I still see it. It's mm -hmm. all around us. But in 2019, where I was, I would I would take this right now over 2019 any day. So my my heart surgery was happening in 2019. Right now I'm in post I'm in post surgery. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going through my rehab. But we gonna get on that a little bit later. Like it's my rehab time. But 2019 was when I was on the table going through my surgery, and it was the worst year of my life. That's when I felt the cut, the precise cut that God was making. That was, all that was happening in 2019. So right now, through this rehab and all this, I'm living the blessed life right now. Like, I'm off of the table right now is what I'm trying to tell y'all. Like, God helped me up off the table. Like, the straps came up, and I'm able to walk now. Like, yeah. I can't remember the surgery. I can't yeah. remember what happened. I can't remember the cut, but I can tell you, it was a successful surgery, though. Hey. As you can see, a yeah. podcast is going on when I'm sitting up here talking about ministry. All this stuff is happening. So a successful surgery has happened. But I just wanted to break down to y'all, like, what's 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 going on when you get on this table? So I'm going I'm to turn to Eve. Like, Eve, like, when you think about when you think about the worldly surgery and you know what you've been seeing on house and yeah. you know Grey's Anatomy and you know all the uh, yeah. all the other like hospital shows, yeah. Like after after knowing that we're coming on here to talk about the heart surgery, right? And we only speak about things that we're either going through or we went through. Like, like how did you feel? Like how did you feel? Like we said, we we don't know that we was going through know it, but we knew we were going through it. How do you how do you feel knowing that your your surgery mm. you, like you went through that? You know what I'm saying? So man, like when you're going through it, man, when you're getting cut, man, it don't feel good at all. And that's what God wants. You cut, you cut it comfortable. Understand that when you start those that heart surgery, you're going to feel comfortable. It's going to be nothing but uncomfortable. It's not going to be... It, it, it's going to hurt. <laughs> it hurts. I'll let you know that. But I'm just saying that when God puts you in a place of pain that you, you think it's pain, we associate us not having what we want in our life as pain. I'm just saying when he's taking things from you, or he didn't make a precise step to remove that thing out your life because you might have been a person like me who was making a relationship bigger than that. Or you're a person like me who was making my marriage bigger than that. 
or you're a person like me who is making my flesh feel getting cut. God had to cut those pieces. He had to remove them away piece by piece. And to me, I felt like, oh my God, I'm losing. It hurts. I'm, I'm missing something. Like you removing all this stuff, but ain't nothing coming back. Yeah. But you gotta understand when you go through surgery, what happens to the body when you go through surgery? It heals. Mm. So that place that was cut, the skin begins to heal up, and now it's renewed. So when he's cutting away everything, understand that. It's going to come a time where everything that was taken away from me was redeemed and removed. Man, oh my goodness, bro. Hey, hold on before you before you keep going, man, because now we're going into the post-surgery. Yeah, I, I need to go back on something you said. Woo. You said that it's uncomfortable. There is a Marvin Sapp song. It's, it's one of my... It's, one of my favorite Marvin Sapp songs. Yeah. It's when he has his hands on you. Mm. Listen, when God is touching us, when we're going through the surgery, it don't feel good. No. It don't feel right. Mm -hmm. It feels uncomfortable. This is what Marvin Sapp is saying in the song. This yeah. is what he is talking about right now. This yeah. cut that's happening, it don't feel good. It don't feel uncomfortable because it's going against everything that you were doing. Yeah. This ties back into the point of when I was saying, why don't you just fix yourself? Because you tried it already, and now you got somebody else that's about to do it for you, and you're thinking, Nah, this don't feel right. Yeah. Fellas, go through that uncomfortableness. Yeah. Get through it. Yeah. He talked about the closing up of the of the of the chest, the breastplate. Mm. I'm telling y'all right now, after my surgery, I got a I got I got the scar to prove it that it happened. Mm. That's the only thing that I knew know it happened. Because I can still because I can still see the scar. Like, anytime you get surgery, yeah, you can get reminded by the scar. Yeah. But let me tell you something about that scar, though. It feels good when you look at it and know that it don't hurt no more. Mm. Like, it feels good. I, 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 got, I got my appendix taken out when I was in the fifth grade, and I remember yeah. I was going, I, I, I was going to die. My grandmother, <laughs> I, I mean, I was, I was gone. Exactly. We, went to, we went to like one of the little walk-in clinics, and they just told me I had a stomach ache. Oh, that, you know what? That's something else right there. <laughs> you, you know what? I'll pause right there. Yes, sir. Make sure you go into the right place to get the right surgery done. If you don't, and you walk into the wrong place. Don't you might just get the care. wrong diagnostics. Don't, don't, don't go to urgent care trying to get, get your heart You know what I'm saying? Don't go to urgent care trying to get this heart surgery. You got to <laughs> go to the actual hospital, all right? <laughs> but anyway, so I, I'm, I'm walking around there and I'm hurting. And yeah. I'm hurting. And I'm hurting. Yeah. But then after the surgery is done, all I have is the scar. Mm -hmm. And I still got the scar to this day to let me know 
Yeah. Then I got my appendix taken out and I almost died. But I yeah. made it. Yeah. But I made it. Yeah. So my the scar that I got from my heart surgery that I went through with God, I know it's there, but I made it. Mm. I'm renewed. Mm. Ain't that what he say, E? You yeah. renewed, right? You get renewed. Yeah. You get renewed. So now let's go ahead and hop into the pop, the post surgery, right? Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and hop into it because you can think about an NBA star right now, like after they get done with. ACA, ACL or any type of surgery right there, but now we're talking about just heart surgery. Like yeah. what happens afterwards? Yeah. The first thing that I think about E is the rehab. That's yeah. the first thing I think about like after the surgery. Because yeah. I, I even before we talked about this and you brought it up, I forgot about the post, the post, you know, oh, yeah. you gotta see the doctor again. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. So yeah. you thinking that just because God made this change and that you did, you done. You ain't got to see God no more. <laughs> that ain't how it works. This is just like a surgery. He's right. still calling you to come in the office. Hey, hey, right. hey, hey. Jamarcus, come on back. I know you did that surgery, man. I know you did. But guess what? Mm. With them women, with them things you went through, with them things you still struggle with, mm. there still need to be some boundaries set. Because see, you still going out here, and I know people know that you that I'm in you. Yeah. But it seems like you keep giving them you first and not me. Yeah. So I'm sitting there in the in the in the, in the surgery, and, you know, in, in the doctor's office, and I'm like, hey man, I thought I was healed, but I guess I'm not all the way healed because yeah. I'm trying to move fast. Because yeah. God said after the surgery, you still supposed to be taking your time. Yeah. Like you, you trying to rush. Yeah. Like you trying to rush, and you going out here in this world after coming off a of surgery, mm. and you you still at risk. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You yeah. still at risk. Yeah. You can have another heart attack because your heart not all the way. It ain't all the way healed yet. Just because yeah. I did a heart surgery don't mean that you all the way healed. There's a yeah. time frame on your healing. Yeah. So, fellas, I need y'all to know that, like, after all this is going on, you still need to report back to the doctor for these post checkups. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey. Oh. <laughs> how many? I don't know how many people have ever had surgery before, right? But I remember when I had leg surgery, right? I got a rod in my leg. I had it. I got to put in back in Right after the surgery, you know what the doctor said. To me, bro? He said, "Hey, uh, all right. So we're about eight, seven, seven, eight hours, twelve hours out of surgery. They're gonna come in, and you don't have to walk, I'm gonna walk. bro. What? <laughs> I got to walk. What do you mean? I just got out of surgery. That's the whole point of surgery. You fix my leg." Then I walk after I get healed. Woo, catch that. Ooh, after I get healed. But I said, no. After that surgery, we can test this thing out. Hey. Test coming. <laughs> hey, man. Y'all don't understand, man. Another test is coming right after the heart. Test. Hey, as soon as you get you off the table. Make sure. You got to make sure that what, what he performed or work on. Woo! He got to make sure he's good to go. 
Hey, E, boy, you, hey, man, that was good right there, man. I hope y'all heard what he said right there. I hope y'all heard what he said. God, hey, he's saying, I need to make sure what I just did can, can take the test that I know that's coming. You know what? I, I, I can't I can't even pull up the, the scripture right now because I, I can't get it. But I'll give you all like a little part of it where God is talking about he's going to test you with the fire. Like he's going to test the, the, the foundation that he made mm -hmm. like yeah. to, to see if it's going to burn or not. Yeah. Oh, E, bro, you just gave a nugget to me, man. Mm -hmm. That was a word that I needed to hear, man, because yeah. it was just like I was saying, man. I was trying to not just get up off the table and get tested. I was trying to run. Like, okay, cool. I got the heart surgery. Got it. I'm about to yeah. go out here and play football. And yeah. then I was like, whoa, man, I just needed to give you a test to see if what I did worked. And yeah. it didn't work. So you need to come back in and read these doctor's notes that yeah. I gave you. Because, yeah. oh, man, you know, after every time you get a surgery, they give you, like, a doctor's where they yeah. give you some instructions. Yeah, they give you some instructions. Yeah. How many of us take those instructions and just be like, I'm going to throw that away. But yeah. I know how to heal myself. Who, how you know how to heal yourself? Right. Like, oh, e, keep going, man. Keep going, man. You just gave a yeah. word, boss. Bro, I'm going to tell you, man. So, like, all right, so he came in and said, hey, they're going to come in here, and you got to walk down the hallway. So, God, so the doctor already ordered my step. He already told me the distance I got to go on the thing that he just had surgery. But catch this. He sent me nervous with a walker. So he gave me help and support. <sighs> man, I hope y'all do. Hey, hey, hey. I hope y'all hey. do, man. He hey. me with a nurse, with nurses to help me out the bed to get on my feet and to give me a walker so I can support myself and take the step. So God ain't gonna leave you out there after the surgery. After after the surgery, after he gave you the test, after the test, he's not gonna leave you. He's gonna support you. He's gonna be right there. You talking about your leg surgery and your support, man. And you know what? Let me tell you in heart surgery, I know we got some nurses out that's watching, and I might say this wrong, and y'all can put in the chat the real time frame, but I think I read online that after heart surgery. You are still on a breathing tube for one to three days. Mm, he gonna do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he got you supported after heart surgery for one to three days yeah. so they can make sure that the heart is working right. Only do it. So you think after your heart surgery with God that he ain't gonna support you after this, that the Man. tests are still coming, that he ain't gonna be able to support you. This he say in the Bible, I come before you. Mm. <laughs> like he already knows. The biggest thing is that we have to allow the support to be there. We have to allow the helpers to be there. Holy Spirit he is a supporter. <laughs> he is a helper that God sent to me. My wife is a, a helper that God sent to me. 
because yeah. he knew my surgery afterwards, I was going to need these supports to be yeah. there to help me keep breathing, help me walk, help me struggle, like get me through my struggle. These yeah. are the people who, when I want to run, they slow me down. When I want to just stop, stop walking, they drag. Yeah. Like these are the ones that's mm. doing this. These are the people that you need in your life. These are yeah. the supports that's God giving you because of the surgery you just went through. Yeah. Just think about that. After heart surgery, and I'm talking about real heart surgery, you yeah. want a, a breathing tube for yeah. one to three days just to make sure you good even before you leave the bed. Mm. Man, dog, boy, you are speaking. You speaking something, E, because it's important, man. It's important yeah. to know that. Man. And, and man, like even so, after you even took that walk down the hallway, <laughs> you got to come back, right? And, you know, you're sitting there, you took your walk, and each day you're gonna take more more steps because he he really got right. So he gonna put more on you, right? But he ain't gonna put no more on you than you can bear. That's the Right, so he got to keep testing and keep testing, it. and then soon, soon you're gonna be released. But you're gonna be released with on how to operate on your own now, or how to change Right, so we tend to come out of surgery. We tend to, I God, changed my life, and I'm just running out here and do what I want to do. And then you go out there, guess what? You got to do it. Another uh, the your heart got to be changed again. <laughs> but it doesn't have to happen that way. If you only allow God to come in, perform the surgery, follow instructions along the journey, and just do what He tells you to do. Like we 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 hurt ourselves. God only wants to make a couple cuts into our life, but we keep doing what we want to do. Therefore, we keep doing some of that knife. And that's why it hurts so bad. That's why we're holding on the pain from the past. That's why we're holding on to anger towards our parents. Anger towards the things that hurt us back in the day. Anger towards, like, we don't even want to get in a relationship. That's why you hear so many people saying, I don't want to be married no more. Because you're holding on to something that you ain't even have. God already had your person waiting for. But you trying to do it. You you trying to sit in there with a mirror. You ever tried to, you ever seen a person trying to do shit? They got a whole mirror and they're like, they just cutting, they trying to cut. And then, you can't do that, man. Stop trying to do surgery on yourself, man. <laughs> like, this, this, I love God gives us instructions. He gave you instructions before the surgery. He gave you instructions during the surgery. He gave you instructions after the surgery. Then gonna give you instruction after you heal from the All of that is instruction. But if you don't follow none of the regimen that he gives you, you're gonna go right back into the hospital. It's like a person that has that has diabetes or a person that, that suffers from alcoholism and they go in there and get that report saying, hey, your liver gonna fail if you keep it. And all right, cool. You follow it for a couple of days like we always do. Then we go back to doing the same thing that we used to. Then you end up back into the hospital. Back up on the night. 
Like, what are we doing here? So, like, this whole series, man, has been something that, like, I didn't understand why God was giving me the script that he was giving me. I didn't understand why he wanted me to pass. I didn't understand why he's been sending so many people from my past that couldn't. He wants to see the surgery that was performed. He wants to show me, like, when you let me do it, you heal, man. You heal from those things that torment your life. You're healed from that pain that you felt in that relationship or back in the day when you were a kid. Like, you're healed and you can go forward and my glory and my purpose that's on you, that anointing that's on you can touch everybody. Because now somebody else might come out there and notice it. But it's a different thing seeing what happens after somebody goes to that same doctor and heal from that same thing that you can that you that you need healing from. Like if I know heart surgery, he went to the doctor, got healed, followed every instruction, and now he's prospering. He's out here doing marathons, and I'm over here suffering in my heart. Oh, I'm going to the same way. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, say that again. Hey, man, man did y'all just hear what he? Oh, man, thank you, God. Like, man. that's like putting it in, in layman's term right there. That's the end of this. That's the end of it right there. Finale, Mike drop, Randy Johnson, like man. Randy Jackson. I mean, like, that's it right there. Like, oh, man. That's like athletes that we see all the time, like who who only go like the same the same person who did um the Achilles injury for Kobe mm-hmm. yeah. is the same one that Durant went to right. because we see how Kobe came after his. Go. I'm not gonna go to nobody else because how he performed after he had his. I need to go to the same doctor, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you that's a living testimony of me and E's relationship because when I met E coming to San Antonio. I thought in my head, like, after he told me what he'd been through, I said, hold on, wait a minute. How did you get through what you said you went through? Like, one night you told me you had a dream that your flesh was burning, and you woke up and you smelled flesh, and and you woke up and your life changed. Like, who? Did, what doctor did you go to to get <laughs> done what you got done? Right, right. The stuff I'm going through, yeah. I need that same doctor because yeah. the other doctors that I tried, the pornography, the, the 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 women in the street, the yes, the dad problems, the the family, the all of that. I, those yeah. doctors, I tried them, and it, it only worked temporary. Like yeah. I, I never really get healed. I just get satisfied. Like mm. there's a difference between healed and satisfied. I said, E, I need that doctor that you talk to. Because my doctor, my doc, those doctors ain't working for me. Man. Like, man, there's a song I shared it with E the other day. It's my, it's one of my favorite songs, and yeah. I never understood the words until, until Friday and right now. Yeah. It's the old lady singing on YouTube, and I don't know the name of the song. I just know the melody on how she's singing it. Yeah, but she's literally saying. I only got one doctor. He mm. writes all my prescriptions. He mm. gives me all my medicine. Mm. She's talking about God. Like, yeah. listen, you can take it in layman's terms and you can sit out here and we ain't telling you 
you know, don't go to the hospital if you're walking around and you only got one leg and your leg bleeding out. And we ain't saying all of that. But yeah. what I'm telling you is that some of the heart problems that we having, we need to be taking this to God. The, yeah. the soul searching and all of that, those yeah. things need to be going to God because we're taking them to other things that's not Ooh. working. That's not, that's not giving us the healing that we get. It's only giving us temporary feelings to our void. And we mm. talked about this in a podcast a long time ago about yeah. the word temptations. Yes, the, the Latin root word is temp, temporary. Temporary yeah. tests pretty much. Yeah. So those doctors that we were talking, them walk-in clinics, those urgent cares that we was going through, Absolutely. it wasn't giving us the right diagnostic. They mm. was telling me, hey, Jamarcus, the pain you feeling, that's because you having liver problems. Nah, man, I'm telling you, I'm having a heart attack. Like, yeah. something's attacking my heart. You yeah. telling me I'm having liver problems, but I'm telling you yeah. something's attacking my heart. And right. God is just sitting over there waiting, like, hey, I'm going to send you an email because you called the nurse. <laughs> you called the nurse line. I heard your prayer. I heard your prayer. Right. Hey. I just want to let you know hey. that I'm going to call out to you and yes, I'm going to let you know, we specialize what you're going through right now. Mm. Hey, we specialize what you got going on right now, man. We, we only deal with what, what you got going on right now. That's, That's the good. only thing that I do. I That's don't good. fix nothing else but hearts. Man, God, you better come and talk to me right now because I hear you. Like, it, it, like this is the only <laughs> thing he get paid for. He, <laughs> He ain't God, I, I don't deal with knees. I don't deal with arms. I only perform heart surgeries. Mm. And like I said, one of the nurses came and told me that you were a special case. And mm. they said that we needed to get you on the table right now. I yeah. already cleared up my room and I made room for you. So as mm. soon as you walk in, all mm. you need to do is fill out the paperwork and we got you. How many of y'all need to go in the hospital right now? How many of y'all need help walking in? If yeah. you need it, we'll walk you in there. Because some of us, hey, we forgot about that. Some of us, we got to put down people that we trust to know that need to come walk us in and pick us up. Because we still need support, right? Yes, sir. I got a couple names for y'all who can do that. Mm. King Jesus, he can help you walk in as well. He can help me walk in as well. My wife and the ones that I notice in my life, I got a couple of them people that can help me walk in and get out. Mm. I'm telling y'all, man, hey, the word of God comes and he comes. And I feel it right now. And it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Thank you, baby. My wife just put it in there. She wrote in emergency contacts. You ever had to put them down? The emergency <laughs> contacts? The one yeah. that you know? Hey, I, I'm going to put my mama down right now. The yeah. only number yeah. you need to put down is King Jesus' number. That's it right there. There you go. Hey. Yo, sorry, boss. Yo, I'm sorry, yo. man. Yo. God is God is awesome. Yes, sir. He is awesome. Like, and I, I'm gonna end it right here, man. I'm gonna end it right here, brother. I, like what you were just saying, like oh, my God said, no word, man. And you gotta set the point. Bro. He he don't know. He knows wrong. But like I told y'all earlier in the podcast. He's not gonna he's not gonna call and make the appointment to be fixed. Oh yes, Lord. <laughs> like the last checkup, you know, we all go through those checkups in our life. Mm -hmm. 
saying when we think we out here doing good, we're making money, we're having great times. And so you got my time. It was 20, it was 2010 to 12. I thought I was having a great time in my life. I was clubbing, I was drinking, I was having all kinds of women and money in my pocket. I was living life to what I thought. And then, you know, God kept checking up on me, like, hey, Eric, just, you know, call me. Hey, hey man. I see uh, some things, but hey, I'm here to make you the appointment up, just call the nurse hotline. And then he, and then he just, you know, God got the thing. He's like, all right, I'm going to send you this email. I need you to read it real quick. That's when he sent me that dream on my flesh burn. And then that's when I was like, you know what? I need, I need to go ahead and make this appointment real quick. And if I would have never made that, if I would have never that email saying, hey, I don't want this to happen to you, but I need you to set the appointment up. I'm not going to do the work unless you let me do it. So we gotta, we all got to get to a point where we're just like, God says in the Bible, all your prayers, all of them, not parts of them, oh. not not the stuff that you that you see that everybody deals with and, and hide the rest of the stuff that you don't want to be transparent on. Most of us men that watch pornography, or most of the men we, we didn't see them got kids on the other side of town, or whatever you can insert whatever. Like God said, cast all your care, all your cares upon him. All of them. And he'll take care of it. Now that you can cast all everything that I had to God, I started He started with me. And I started being he started getting more tech. And he was touching my heart. But my heart didn't it, it didn't it didn't blow up on me. It just broken because he didn't put no more on me than my heart did. Y'all Hey man, release the car, man. All I can do. I'm a living testimony. I don't suppose to be. I lived a terrible, chasing women, drinking, smoking weed back in the day, selling dope, doing a life of. I had so many guns put on me in my life that it was ridiculous. But I had to cast all that to God so that He can perform a work in me. He said, greater work is in you. Hmm. <laughs> hey, man. I, I, hey, guys. This, this was a long one, but it was needed, man. Yeah. I'm going to tell y'all, I just want to say, I really want to say thank you to everyone who has been hearing, sharing, and got the word of God from this this powerful mini series of the heart um thank y'all for letting us share our testimonies and giving you our stories yeah. and stuff that we went through even yeah. while like writing and studying for this heart process man I, yeah. I honestly I've learned so much from this series yeah. about myself yeah. and about my relationship with God because for the longest like we thought about it if I know God in my mind, then I'm fine. Yeah. But man, you it, you you got to know God in your heart, man. And you know, to recap, 
the, the for very first episode where we talked about heart reset. Yeah. And then we went from, you know, who's the captain of your heart. Yeah. And then now to the heart surgery, man, it has been nothing but the works of God himself yeah. um, to get us through this. This finale has been absolutely amazing. Yeah. I can feel the presence of God just running yeah. through these internet waves and, and um, running through my body right now. Yeah. It's been absolutely amazing. Um, uh, I will say before I turn it over to E, please pay attention to the week during the week. Wednesday, we're going to be coming to you to let you know what's coming next from Bro Talk. Yes, sir. And it's only going up from here. Yes. It's only going up from here. Uh, so with Bro Talk Nation, pay attention Wednesday because we're going to make an announcement. And we're only going up for here with God's word. Yeah. Um, but I, I really wanted to say thank y'all for this. Uh, e, man, go ahead and close us out on this one because God. Man, hey. Ah, man, God, we just thank you man, for, for the podcast. Thank you for everything that you're doing. We're going to thank you. Thank you for God, that person that needs this right now. We thank you for this because we need it this way. Yes, Lord. We know that, yo, that like what you're doing, we know it's not done. We know that there was more work to do. And we know that you're going to continue to strengthen and perform greater works than us. So that we can win more of your people. And man, God, I just, you're just amazing. We lift you up high and give you all the praise. Everything on the podcast. And if there is someone that needs to be touched to hear what we ask them, your word touch them, and you speak to them in a way that they only hear you and not a name of people. Hey, bro, follow. Woo! real one. Man, ah, we thank y'all again, man. We got greater things coming. God got God got the things that he's gonna do with the podcast. And we got work that he has in us to do. And we're just we're coming from the background of not following God, not making that appointment with him to get the heart surgery. And we're just showing you that we do get the heart surgery. I was, man, I had so many people tell me that, man, you're going to be preaching. I was like, man, okay. Now I'm, I'm going to be in the club drinking these bottles. To see how he's pouring into us and the growth since April when we started this podcast, how things have been going. It ain't nothing but God, man. And I'm telling you, when you turn everything that you have to him, and let him perform the work that he needs to do on you to get you into the perfect you already for you. You're gonna see a, a immaculate change in your life. Man. And I just I just submit to those that are on 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 the on the line on, on the fence about whether they're gonna give it over to God or not. Like you don't lose fun in your life because you're following God. That's like one of the biggest misconceptions. And I was one of the people that was like, dang, man, I can't get blood. God said, I ain't trying to take out of your life. I brought you, I, I gave you yeah. life. Like, you have life in abundance. So that's why I had to start reading in the Bible about the things that God says about me. And once I learned what he said about me, I started giving myself again. Because he told me, 
that became that with heart heart for he became the captain of my heart. Right. So hey man, I thank all y'all man. And again, these two brothers that's prospering and successful. We're not perfect. We're just here to give y'all what God gives us. And we still go through things, we still deal with things, and to God be the glory that He heals something. So yeah. hey, until the next until Wednesday. Hey.